Now you're at a place where you're putting in a dollar, you're getting access to more than that. And by the way, it's oh, yeah. going to be a compounding machine with an increasing death benefit that also is going to be a huge asset for you in the future. This is Better Wealth with Caleb Williams. Tony, welcome to the Better Wealth Show. Thank you, Caleb, so much for having me. I appreciate it. We first met and you didn't have a microphone. And I think yep. they're like the the stars aligned in the bad way because it was like your computer fan was going on. And I was like, man, your story is so powerful that we would do you an injustice if we didn't if we didn't get a microphone. So thank you for making an investment in that. I want to tee you up. We got connected about a year ago. Yep. Um, you've been utilizing overfunded life insurance, infinite banking, the ANDAS, or whatever you want to call it for years, you've utilized it to better your life and to set yourself apart. And so the goal of today's interview is to get a little bit of your story, some of the things that you've learned. And I just, I just want to do a better job talking to, to people that are ordinary and yet are getting extraordinary results and using life insurance as a, as a tool, as an and asset to be able to yeah. help set that up. So I think you're an amazing example and I appreciate you taking time on the show. Oh, well, thank you so much for having me again. I'm excited to be able to just share uh, my knowledge with utilizing the infinite banking system. Uh, my journey started about seven years ago. So I was 23 at the time. And like most people, you know, with working a job, and I was making a decent income. And I was spending more, more money every month uh, because I had the money to do that. And it wasn't until my aunt sat me down and she asked me one powerful question. And that question was, where's your money going? And I said, well, it's going, and some of it's going to my savings account. And the other one is going just to the restaurants and the bars and whatnot. And she had me do this like income-based spreadsheet. And we listed out all my expenses mm -hmm. to see like, what were my expenses every month? What could I save every month? And I had like, I don't know, $900 that I could save every single month. Wow. And she said, you know, where is this money going? Mm -hmm. And I said, um, well, you know, I'm, I'm living a life. I'm, you know, I'm going out to, to the bars and stuff. And she said, I want to, you know, caution you and, you know, give you a little bit of insight into something that she's been doing for a while now. And she said, have you ever heard of like whole life insurance and infinite banking? And I was like, no, I haven't, but I trust you. So tell me what it is. And that moment when she sat me down and kind of just really just told me how I could be in position and control of my money, that was just like a no brainer. It was like, well, why else would I not listen to this information? I knew my aunt wasn't going to scam me, number one. And number two, I was like, the only thing that sets me apart from someone who is doing this is the knowledge. I don't have it yet, um, but I could be in a position if I just sit down and be a student and learn what I need to learn. And, you know, we went through this, this financial education journey. We had to like start from ground zero because they don't teach you this in school. You don't learn this in the school systems. And, you know, we looked at my savings goal and my savings bucket was like 200 bucks a month. Now, mind you, I was, I could save 900, but I was taking 200 of that and putting it in my savings account sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. I love how honest you are. Because sometimes a lot of yeah, you have to be, stuff. you yeah. have to be. Yeah. And she said, well, if you're saving this to every single month, then show me in your account 
you know, how long you've been doing this for, you should have that equivalent of money in your savings account. So she had me literally sit next to her, pull up my big account, and it didn't reflect what, you know, I told her I was saving. And I said, okay, well, well, what do I do? And, you know, we had this long-term goal. She's like, you know, where do you want to be by 30? And I said, well, I would love to like have a home by then. Um, That's like one of my top priorities. And like charitable giving, those two are like really, really important to me. She said, okay, well, 30 is not that far away. And at the time I was only 23, it did sound like it was far away. Like that's like seven years down the road. I have time and I'll be 30 in like five months. So just give you an idea of how fast time has gone on. Yeah. She did this whole like lesson with me and just about understanding how money works. Number one, before we did a deep dive into strategy and infinite banking, all these concepts that I was not familiar with, we did a you know, what is money one-on-one, if you will, the power of a dollar, the power of compound interest, things that I've never heard of in my life. Like, I don't know what this stuff means. And that was like the best decision I could have ever made to be a student and learn because my life has not been the same since I started this journey at 23. What, uh, what were some of the principles that were like massive when you were 23 learning this about like the power of compound interest in a dollar? But what was like the epiphany where, because like compound interest is great, but it really doesn't, doesn't translate to anything unless you materialize it today. So like, what were some of the ahas where you're like, wow, like I need to do this today because if I wait, I'm not going to have X. Yeah. Well, number one, the power of time. Right. And, and number two, she actually did like an illustration for me and like a sample mock-up to show if you were to do this every single month, this is what your policy would produce. This is what you would have in your cash value. And at the time, it sounded cool. Like in theory, yeah, like, okay, I can put, you know, 500 bucks a month away for the next seven years and this is what's going to happen. Well, why can't I do that in my own bank account? And that was like the one hiccup I was having. Yeah. And I said, why am I putting it into this, in this tool when I can just throw it in my bank account? Yeah. And she said, well, you're not doing that, number one, right now. And number two, you know, is your money really working for you? And, and do you want your money to work harder for you? And I said, well, yeah, like, of course, who doesn't? Um, so those are like the two like foundational like principles, like understanding the value of time and understanding how to get your money to work for you um, over that period of time. You're, you're so articulate for not being in the space. And so congrats on that. I think one of the things that it became really clear to me is you give, when you give your dollar more utility, more jobs, a lot of times we want to say, yeah, it'll work harder. And, and, your money over time will grow at a greater rate of return than a savings account. That's a, like, that will happen. But it's like, we are so undervaluing life insurance if we just compare it to the rate of return because of all the other benefits to it. And so when she brought up life insurance, you're 23, you probably didn't have any negative stigma towards it. But what were some of the things that were like eye-opening when you were learning about life insurance? And then did you tell any of your friends or did you Google like, should I put my money into life insurance? And you probably saw all kinds of uh, news articles and people were like, no, 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 no. How did you I, handle those things? Yeah, I, I did it all. Um, even though I had an aunt who was in the space who had utilized her insurance policy for a long time, it wasn't the fact that I didn't trust what she was providing. It was just that, level of security for myself. Right. And so, yeah, I did the Google researches. Is life insurance a scam? I immediately thought of life insurance as a death benefit. Like, oh, I need it for when I die. Right. And that was also really important for me because I didn't want to have the GoFundMe and the barbecue plates and 
right. and donations. I didn't want that for my family. I wanted to make sure that when my time comes, that right. my family is well taken care of and charitable organizations are well taken care of. And so that was like a big component for me too, but I didn't really understand that there was a benefit, a living benefit that you could utilize in this space until we sat down and did a deeper dive. Love it. Love it. Uh, Let's talk about some of the things that you've done with your policy, because one of the, one of the things that we teach, and I'm sure your aunt was the one that shared this with you is like, Hey, your money can work the rest of your life. And you can utilize it to do other things that hopefully invest in yourself, i.e. one of them buying a microphone like that, that asset, like let's watch over the next five to 10 years, what quality will come by you having a microphone. I don't know, but that's an, and a small micro example of the power of investing in yourself. And the cool thing is you don't have to choose between your money compounding and working for you the rest of your life and for it, you to and make investments. Yeah. Obviously, it's not a free lunch, but talk about some of the examples that you've done over those seven years and how you've yeah. used your life insurance plan to invest in yourself. Absolutely. So, you know, initially she asked, you know, what was I comfortable you know, doing everything a month. What can I really commit to? You know, could you have your premium when you go into contract with these insurance companies, you have your premium that you have to pay. And so at one point I was doing, you know, $250 a month uh, and then adding in an additional $250 to go towards the cash value uh, savings bucket for me. And so I was comfortable doing that 500 bucks every single month. And the first time I really got a feel for how cool this was, was I was going on a trip and the trip was like a thousand dollars, like total. And I have the money, but I wanted to kind of just play around with it and see like, how do I use this? And I remember I called up the, I already began to build some cash value in that first year. So I had money to pull from immediately. We, I pulled a loan, it was for a thousand dollars. And then she said, okay, Tony, so the company is charging you an interest rate to pull this money. Remember, we're gonna, you're, you're going to be in the mindset that you're the bank. And I said, well, how does this work? And she said, well, you're going to charge yourself interest as well. And so like the company I was with charged like 4.75% or whatever. So I did like round all of my loans out to like 10%. Yeah. Um, it's like whatever I do, it's the minimum, it's the 10%. Um, so that I pay back the loan to the company and then I pay myself back the extra difference. When you say you pay and, back, like you actually pay it in a savings account or did you, were you able to make extra payments on the life insurance policy? Make extra payments into the life insurance cool. policies. Um, and so, you know, set up my amortization schedule and then make those payments back into the policy. When I did that and, you know, with another like hundred bucks, something like that, that I got to put back into my, you pay myself back to you. I go, well, wait a second. Like, well, let me do the math. If I was to pull that same thousand dollars from like Chase or Bank of America, you know, they were charging, I put on my credit card, for example, they're charging 18, 20%, you know, for the same, you know, loan. And I said, oh, wow, like this is pretty cool. And that was like the small, you know, let me just play around with it. But then a few years later, um, I had a pretty big like consolidation loan of credit card debt that I accumulated during my time in college. And um, I was with, you know, a, a bank or whatever. And it was a f- several thousand dollars, like 10 to be like completely honest with you. And um, I just recently, you know, I built up enough cash value over the years 
to be able to then take control over that loan. And it was such a relieving feeling to be able to go to my bank and pull that money out and pay off, you know, Patelco and say, here's your money. How, how much was the interest rate at the college? Oh God. I think it was like 15%. Oh, wow. Okay. So it was yeah. high. Okay. It was pretty high. Yeah. And so your, and your loan rate was four, four and a quarter. Yep. 4.75. So yeah. So, I mean, we could do the math there, but that's, that's hundreds of percent rate of return yes. on yes. a paying off a liability. So congratulations on, on controlling. Thank your you. Yeah. Thank you. Uh, and then now I'm, I'm getting to be in position now um, to use my life insurance policy for um, a down payment for my house in Congrats. the last few years, what we're working towards right now. Congrats, man. I, I think um, we, I have a lot of people on here that are like big time entrepreneurs, big time investors. I just interviewed someone um, this this morning, actually, David McKnight, who wrote The Power of Zero and like do, hmm. doing documentaries and all this stuff. And so sometimes you can listen to people like that and go, okay, like, I get that academia and people are smart doing it, but does this work for someone like me? The reason I love having someone like you on is you're very relatable and you're saying, listen, I did this. I, I still put money every month into this thing. And this is kind of how I began. And guess what? You have so much more money than if you would have stuck with your savings account because you would have, and it's because of human behavior. It's not just apples to apples, but right. because your aunt set one of these things up it allows you to, yeah, you can have access to that capital, but you got to pay yourself back. And when I say pay yourself back, the insurance company back, and it just makes you be more honest because right. you're taking a loan versus taking your own money, which by the way, is an indirect loan. So it's like an indirect loan for the ignorant kind of deal. When you pay cash, you you could be, it could be massive expensive if you don't actually pay yourself back. And so, man, these, this is a, uh, I love this. And you can tell this is something I, I love I love talking about and love. And I love talking about it. I mean, it's literally been a life-changing just experience for me. Just, I feel like I've become better, um, you know, more serious about my finances now. Like the old Tony would have blew the $500 a month. He was supposed to be spending, you know, putting into yeah. the policy. If I didn't have structure, then, you know, and I set it up, you know, initially we're with like a monthly draft. So like every single month we just come out like clockwork. To, to eventually now going on annual now and really being a student of that. And it's been about two years since I've been on annual, but having the financial discipline to go, yeah. okay, Tony, they're not drafting every month, but you need to go put this into yeah. a separate account. Yeah. So that way, when your anniversary comes up, you have that money ready to go. And I know I've grown so much in my financial understanding so far. And I know I have a lot more to do, but I'm happy with the progress that I've made so far. Uh, early on, were you kind of like dreading when you had to every time your money left your account? Absolutely, because I didn't see it. Yeah, you saw it as an expense. I, I saw it as an expense. That was the biggest thing too. I saw it as an expense. Yeah. And But I didn't see, you know, I, I saw it as an expense and it took a long time for me to get over that. Cause I'm like, well, they're, they're taking the money from me. And yeah. then I, I looked in because I, I couldn't see it. It wasn't, I could just log in. Oh, I could log into the account, but you know, you don't have direct access to it to, to be able to pull yeah. right away. You have to wait two or three days to get a direct yeah. deposit. It. You know, and I, I don't expect you to know this, but do you know how much your policy will increase when you make your next annual payment? I don't, not on top okay. of my it's head. It's fun because let's say, just to say contributions like six grand a year. I bet you you'll put six grand in and you'll have access to far greater than six grand. I, I don't want to quote because I'm not 100% sure how the policy was designed, but 
it's uh it's cool when now you're at a place where you're putting in a dollar, you're getting access to more than that. And by the way, it's oh, yeah. gonna be a compounding machine with an increasing death benefit that also is gonna be a huge asset for you in the future um while you're alive. So Tony, thank you. Thank you for sharing this. Of course, of course. Like, and then thank you just for your knowledge. And I, mean, I found you on Instagram and it's been the oh. best decision ever. Uh, you just, you know, sharing the knowledge of why this works and why this is an important tool to have. Yeah, I think uh, if you're an Instagram user and you're not following Caleb Williams, make sure to follow. Thanks to Tony. I'm I'm starting to up my game, as you probably can tell. I'm starting, I'm yes. starting to do some repurposing. For the longest time, I think you were following me when I did nothing. So thank you. Thank you for that <laughs> uh, that uh, false belief. But man, I, I just, I think uh, your, your story is important. And I think uh, if people have questions and maybe are on the fence, it's just good to hear from people that are like, hey, this, this is my journey and um, it's, it's been utilized as an amazing and asset. Uh, I want you to share a little bit of, of you're, you're an author, you're doing some really cool things. I want to see if we can support you as far as the Better Wealth community into what you're doing and the goals that you have in your life. Oh, sure. Um, well, I am the best-selling author of Is Your Dream Really Worth It? Discover Your Passion, Your Purpose, and Your Plan. Um, and I'm also a book writing coach. So I help aspiring authors in the children and self-help space navigate the self-publishing space um, and really being that mentor and that guiding figure throughout idea to actual book in hand. Uh, and it's been a great ride so far over the last four and a half years that I've been doing this work and helping authors launch their books into the world. Um, and so there's someone out there looking to write a book and you have it in you, but you just don't know the steps. So you need someone to hold hand you through the process. I'm happy to, to be that guide and be that support system for you. I love it, man. I love it. And how can people find out more about you, follow you on social yeah. media and whatnot? Yeah. So you can follow on Instagram or TikTok at Tony, T-O-N-Y, Shavers, S-H-A-V-E-R-S, underscore three. And my website is tshavers.com. And the website is very well done. And uh, I'm Thank a big fan. So I'm a big fan of writing. Um, the The book um, the and asset helped me get on more stages and and have yep. a platform, and so I'm I'm grateful for that. Um, Tony, is there any any final words that you have as it relates to money, as it relates to life insurance, as it relates to epiphanies? Because I want to transfer into our next question, but I want I want to make sure I give you the the time of day to speak, kind of what's on your heart as it relates to money and life insurance. Yeah, um, I would really just say be open. That's it. You know, it, it wasn't that I had to make a decision right then and there when my aunt sat me down, yeah. but I was open enough to just listen to the information. And then from there, be able to make a decision that worked best for me. So if you're not open, then you just rule yourself out of, of, of every possibility. So give yourself the opportunity just to be open for what you don't know, because you never know how that can tremendously bless your life moving forward. Thank you, man. Um, the, the way that I like to end these podcasts is what I call the legacy question. And I know it's probably crazy being 29 thinking about this, um, but it's uh, imagine that this is your last day um, on earth. And <laughs> I, I, had a, I had a guest the other day that said, I asked him this question and he's like, oh, well, the world's all ending. I'm like, no, your world's ending. Not everyone, <laughs> your world's ending. So your world's ending. Um, you have a few, you few hours with the people that you love the most. What are you going to make sure to highlight in that last conversation? Wow. <laughs> I would say give yourself a little grace. Give yourself grace and don't spend all my money at one time. Because <laughs> <laughs> they're going to get a lot. A lot of they're going to get they're going to get a lot. They're going to be well taken care of. And don't spend it all in one place. <laughs> I uh, 
I, one of my good friends in the space says, I have an agreement with my, my wife is when, when I pass away that she's got to look sad at the funeral. She can't be super excited about all the money she's getting on because of the death benefit. And I, I thought that was, that was funny, but it's, uh, there's a lot of truth to living your legacy and you financially have set yourself up in a place where um, regardless of what happens, hopefully your ripple can move on regardless of what happens. Tony, thank you. And we'll, thank you, we'll, Caleb. we'll include all your information down below and uh, make sure to go support t- Tony out. And um, yeah, thank you for all that you do. And thank you for sharing. Thank you. Thank you so much for listening to the Better Wealth Podcast. It would mean the world to me if you could hit subscribe, leave a review and share this with the people that you know and love.